Wedding Diaries with Lynn and Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to Decision Diaries. On today's episode, we are going to talk about moving in together. So both Jamie and I have done this, well, you've done this multiple times, but I've only done this one time. So let me provide a, a little bit about the moving in together. We are talking about moving in together before you are married. And for my family, wait, are you parents, Catholic? Yes. <laughs> oh, there's lots of scandals on this one. There are uh-huh. lots of scandals on this one because yeah, we have a great story. We have a story about a priest. So please hang in there. And I will tell you, I've mentioned before that uh, my father is uh, Italian and my mother also came from a very Catholic conservative family. So very traditional parents thinking about their their daughter moving in with somebody before getting married was kind of a big deal in my family. It really yeah. was kind of a big deal. Uh, it's what's interesting is that, you know, my older sister did it, but she was five years older than me. And I am at this point, what are we? We're 26? 26, yeah. Oh, and I should introduce this dashing, adorable, cute Aww. guest we have on the show. Who could it be? Who could it be, Jamie? Who am I talking about? I think it's um, my favorite of your husbands, Brucey. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, me. Yay. Do you want to introduce yourself, Bruce? Hi, I'm Bruce. <laughs> and, and I have to give props to Bruce because you guys are going on what twenty five years married. That means that for twenty five years you have had to put up with Lynn. And like, I even said, "Is he okay talking?" She goes, "He's married to me." I'm like, "All right, go." So here we go. Yeah, it's and, uh, it's it's a journey, Jamie. It's a journey. Well, my I, well, dad you warned you. I will tell you, say? my dad warned him. My dad said, "She's gonna be fun." It's yeah. not going to be a stable ride, but <laughs> it is going to be a nice, fun roller coaster. He told you when you asked for my hand in marriage, what did he say to you? He's just like, it's going to be a fun ride. Enjoy the ride, son. And I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> I'm I'm wondering now if Bruce might also have ADHD and need that dopamine hit. So he he's kind of, you know, enjoying everything that comes out of your mouth the way that you and I do. Yeah. And what yeah. goes into your mouth. <laughs> That was <laughs> that's another story. Yeah, that's interesting that you mentioned that. Yeah, yeah, because we've been having a good time. But, okay, so back to the squirrel, back to the what we were talking about getting moving in together. I know you have a story, but can you imagine moving in with somebody that you have never lived with? Like, I can't imagine. Well, and I sort of have a story a little bit like that too, but um, we'll wait till it's my turn. I'm well, I'm let me tell that. you, um, moving in together. Here, here's here's what I've learned, or I'm going to say this is what I learned after moving in together, is that moving in together before you get married does not necessarily guarantee that that's going to be a smooth transition. It's almost like it's equivalent to people who say having a child can save a marriage. It's like, no, having oh, a no. child cannot save a marriage. Moving in, together, do, moving in together before you get married does not guarantee that you're going to stay married right? or that you're going to have a smooth transition after you get married, as I will kind of talk about as we go along so with the story. But yeah, so let's get into it, Lynn. Let's get into it. So- uh, you want to talk about when you moved in? I mentioned that we moved in, what, 26? We were 26? Yep. Okay. What about you, Jamie? First time or the second time? <laughs> well, let's go with first time, and then we can talk about the most recent time. Okay. Well, gosh, there's so much story be- before the first time. But so I um, trailed behind you guys and met my uh, ex-husband. Well, I met him when I was 15, but started dating him again when I was 27, and we actually did the long distance thing for eight months. Um, and then we, I got a job and moved back to Jacksonville, which was our home, you know, your, yours and mine. And that's where my ex-husband was, was working at the time. And um, I actually, uh, we did not move in together, but not because I didn't want to, but because he did not want to. And so I got my own apartment and um, 
you know, I was definitely, and, and this is the big joke, and I'm sure it'll be another episode, but I was very clear as, as you, anyone who's already listened for a few episodes can imagine that I'm like, okay, I got a timeline here. You know, my goal is to be married by 30. I really, I mean, if, if I had had it the way I wanted it, I would have been married by 25 and kids by 30, but it didn't happen that way. So, cause I am 27, I've got to adjust the plan, just like the virginity plan that I had to adjust. So anyway, this is, this is how the decision was made. We are in my bed sleeping, um, and we were at that point spending most of our nights together, but paying for two different rents. Oh, and yeah. fire ants come, and um, I sleep naked. You know? <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That's scary. She sleeps naked, and she had fire oh, ants. It's the best. So yes, yeah, so fire ants attack us in bed. And I did not plant them, although, you know, my ex-husband might think so. And I was like, I am breaking my lease. I cannot sleep in this bed. Like the idea of just like, how can you ever be comfortable again? And so the decision was made for us when the fire ants came. And I think, you know, in truth, he um, he obviously had it. He, he, he had it in his mind at that point because we had been together. Let's see. I moved in with him in january or february and we got engaged in march so i mean i think you know we were we were already sort of at that point but um i don't remember the the decision to move because i moved into his place and then shortly thereafter we got engaged and i did say you know is that is that where we're going like i i wanted to know along the way because hey i got a timeline here oh I'm my now god you wanted to know every day yeah you wanted to know every day is that when you guys moved into that townhouse. Yes. That was, oh where my he gosh. Was that was, that was more like a storage closet and you guys both had so much stuff. No. I remember we, no, when we came, remember when we went to visit them and we had to sit in like a little bitty spot cause yeah. they hadn't unpacked everything. And it was like, I was like coming out of my skin because I was like, I cannot sit here this long. I was like, are we going out to dinner? What are we doing? Because it felt like you guys were in a shoebox and it was just full of stuff. I think we got there right when you guys moved in together. Because okay, well then, of course, then that's yeah. going to be normal yeah. Um, yeah. plug for my business. But no, I, what <laughs> happened was we put a lot of stuff in storage because we were coming from two places into one. And this was, you know, back before you sold all your stuff on OfferUp and, you know, Facebook marketplace and all of that stuff. There's no internet really. Um, so we got a storage unit. I moved into his place and, um, but you know, with the idea that we were going to be staying together and not staying in this one bedroom apartment. And shortly after that, so we got engaged in March and then we signed, I want to say we, we signed the, the, um, we found and built a house like two weeks after we got engaged. It was like, bam, bam, bam. And um, so we lived in that until our house was ready in November. And then it was really nice when we actually, so we're engaged at this point. And I, what we did was we moved into separate bedrooms in our, in our first home together until the wedding, until the wedding. Oh, that might've been your advice. I don't know someone's advice, but it was really good advice to make it really special. And so we, we slept in separate rooms for a couple of weeks leading up to us getting married. So we didn't, we lived together in our, in our first home, but not in the same room. Until Interesting. We were so uh, let me tell you when Bruce and I decided to move in together and I'll, I'll, I'll share my side of it. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to my husband. I think because... we should call Adam and get his side, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, so yeah. So let me tell you, uh, I, at this point am very, poor. The store is not doing well. And I had to rebound back into my parents' house. Oh, mm. so I'm in the house with my parents, but I'm not spending nights at my family's house. Instead, I am sleeping at my husband's apartment and I'm kind of commuting. I'm doing the whole clothes. You know, I have maybe a drawer, but I'm doing clothes like I'll bring an outfit and then I go back to my parents house and then I grab another outfit and then I might shower at my parents house and I'm grabbing one outfit at a time and keep in mind I'm very poor well I had these gorgeous pairs of shoes Enzo's I don't know if you remember Enzo's Vaguely. they're like Prada I mean it was kind of like Prada shoes very very expensive shoes that I had purchased 
when I used to have money and I love these shoes. And so one time I was bringing an outfit over to Bruce's house, Bruce's apartment. And I accidentally like that shoe dropped out of uh, my little overnight bag uh, and was in the middle of the road. And so I woke up the next morning, couldn't find my shoe, couldn't find my shoe, walked outside and saw it had been run over multiple times. And I was just uh, like, I have had it. We've got to do something. I have had it. So Bruce, talk about uh, where you were living in uh, I had what... an apartment in Atlantic Beach. Um, I had a great apartment in Atlantic Beach when I first moved in because my roommate was always with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And so it was like I had the whole apartment to, my pl- to myself. And it was awesome. And then about, I don't know, about two, three months later, he decided he wanted to move back in full time and stay at the, the apartment with his girlfriend. Uh, and it got, and then he invited his family over for, uh, for Christmas and the uh, whole Christmas holiday was a nightmare mm. and they were, they were stay up all night long. And I, you know, we both had to work the next day. It was, a, it was just awful. Now I, I, I was, I was tapped out and he came to me and he says, Hey, you guys were a little late, a little loud last night and we we're just watching TV in our bedroom. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Goes, yeah. My parents said something about it. I'm you know, two nights prior, they were partying all night long to like two o'clock uh, in the morning. And I said, that's it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they, and they wanted the apartment to themselves anyway. So it was just like, fine, I, I'm over it. And, um, so that's when we decided to have the conversation about moving in together. Yeah. And you so know, had we, it, wait, 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 had it been discussed at all prior to that? Like, had you ever, as you're going back and forth, had you ever said, Hey, when are we, you know, were you no, like, because, me? like, what's the timeline here? We, we were not talking about it. I think if, if I recall, it was the cohabitation thing. It's like, we're not going to cohabitate. We're not going to cohabitate. We're not going to cohabitate. Yeah, it's not going to go over well. With it's my not going to go over well with our family. And we thought, you know, you know, I wasn't Catholic yet, but she was very Catholic. It still is. And um, I, we just weren't going to cohabitate. It just was not something on our radar screen. Yeah, it just wasn't. It it kind of at the time wasn't as trendy as it is now. I would I would say that that our son and his girlfriend most likely will do it i think they're they they will do it because of financials and it just doesn't make sense and we were kind of in the same boat it was kind of a it was half a financial decision it was also half of a you know my parents didn't want me in the house <laughs> i uh, think at that point they were like you know it, it might be good because we really don't want you back either. You're 26 years old. You should be out of the house. And you know what? I have to say this as a parent, you know, with, with 20 year olds, um, I, I'm not really comfortable knowing that my daughter's going and spending the night at her boyfriend's house. You know, like I, I don't want to see it. It's kind of like, no, 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 you know, you're not. Yeah. I, I, it's funny. I'm, I'm traditional in ways that are unexpected and I don't know. And it's funny because my parents aren't traditional. I can't explain it. Every now and then, Jamie, you shock me. That is shocking. (laughs) In fact, we need to talk about that because I will tell you that my son and his girlfriend, you know, they move back and forth. He's in Austin and in between semesters or, you know, summer semesters, she moves to Austin to intern. And, you know, her lease never quite lines up. There's always like two weeks where her lease ends And, you know, she wants to spend that time with, with our son and it just, her school's not starting yet. And so, you know, she stays for a couple of weeks with him in his apartment and And helps him pay the rent. Right. That's not, I'm not, I'm not talking about them moving in together. I'm talking about coming in and out of my house. Oh, 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 you can spend the night at your house. No, no, no. See, I'm still not there. No, what I mean is she, so she's home from school and she will go out and spend the night. And, you know, like I, that's what I'm talking about. Like I'd rather her, although it's not going to happen because she's just at home from break, but I'd rather not have to see her coming in and out and knowing, okay, you know, she's, it's not really the walk of shame anymore, but you know, like, but <laughs> okay. I know what you did last night. <laughs> oh my God. Well, you know, it's better than them doing it at your house, which I can tell you. No, no, I'm happened not at mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not there. I'm like, that's like the, you, you know, but anyway. Wow. That's <sighs> getting me off flustered. So, so, okay. So let me, let me move forward and say okay. that right. because of my shoe 
and because of the living situation. Right. And let me tell you, uh, I think one thing we forgot to mention is that the apartment that Bruce is renting is actually owned by his roommate. And I think that's important to note that it's owned by his roommate. So his roommate feels very much like I am both landlord and roommate. So what happens, what I decide happens. And, you know, one night we came home and they were like repainting the living room or they were like taking down wallpaper. Stencil. Oh yeah. They were stenciling. And it was just kind of like, oh, well, you're paying for rent, but you are clearly a temporary guest. This is their home. And that's a creepy feeling. So we we know we're going to move in together. And and now we're gearing up for the big. It was a conversation for Russ. Yeah, it was a conversation. So I had, you know, I had told my mom that we're going to do this. And so my mom was like, well, Bruce needs to come over. And this is news to me, Jamie. Have a conversation with your father. Oh, like that needs to happen. So my mom and I are are sitting at the kitchen table and Bruce comes over. Hold on. on. (laughs) No, no, no. That ain't the way this went down. I need to ask a question. I need a clarifying question first, though. Where are we in in proximity to the engagement at this point? Like, where are you guys? Oh, we're off. I mean, we know we're going to get married. Right. I think. How do you know you're going like, to get married, but you're way off from being engaged? Because of her sister was engaged. Oh, yeah. Oh, that. Oh, we didn't even mention that. So I think we were dating around two about months. Three, about, about three, four weeks. About three or four weeks. We Your went to my sister's. We went to a dinner uh, to talk about my sister's wedding. And I went to the bathroom and my sister followed me to the bathroom. And then she threatened me in the bathroom and said, you better not get engaged while I'm engaged. She didn't want me to overshadow her engagement. Uh, And I said, what are you talking about? Bruce and I have just been dated, been dating for four weeks. And she's like, I see it. Oh, so that's a true story. That's a true story. So we agreed to honor her request that I didn't want to overshadow her and we decided to honor her request. Plus, you know, I mean, I did feel like my mom needed a year to plan. And so <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, I was at the wedding. Janet needed a year. I can't wait till we, I can't wait till we talk about the wedding, but no, we're going <laughs> we're back to talk about the wedding. So, so just so you know, we, we feel it. We know it you know, we're telling everybody that we know we're going to get married. I mean, we, we make jokes about it all the time, but we're keeping it on the download for my sister. And again, we're back to, you know, financial, we just want to be independent. Mr. Geralimo is there. Oh, this is great. Lynn tells me, Hey, we're going to have lunch over lunch over at my dad's house. He's going to barbecue something up. This is January. Nobody barbecues in January because it's so cold. Mm -hmm. And, um, I'm like, okay, whatever. We'll just have dinner with him. That'll be cool. And uh, we go sit down at the dinner table. And Lynn and Janet were in there, and Russ, her father. And all of a sudden, Lynn and her mother just kind of fade away. And there's this six, seven <laughs> foot, six, seven foot tall guy, Italian guy coming at me saying, Hey, I hear you and Lynn are thinking about moving in together. I'm like, y- y- Yes, sir. I'm like, Oh my God, I've never. <laughs> And I had no escape. There was nowhere for me to run. I was kind of pinned in the corner. And um, and the table between us, I think he says, um, "You are what, what's your intentions with my daughter? I'm like, well. I'm, Did I'm he say be. that really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay. And I was, I was like, yeah, you know, it just makes financial sense. I said, I don't like it. I kind of threw it out there like that, kind of trying to soften the blow a little bit. But, um, and he's like, well, you know, I don't like it at all. I won't step foot in your apartment. I won't oh, do yeah, anything. Oh, yeah, that's another conversation. Yeah, that's another yeah. conversation. I mean, we'll talk day. about that in just a second. And, but I won't step in your apartment. I won't do this. I won't do that. I said, I understand. He goes, well, I, I don't believe in it. I don't think you guys should be moving in together before you get married. And I just I just had to take it. And um, it was it was it was interesting. Well, I, could, I think he also mentioned, uh, you know, the cow and the milk yeah, and the milk degree, and, yeah, and you, you know, you need to marry her. And I think you you mentioned that you were going to marry me like within the year. Yeah, or the, so. The, the plan was, you know, and I kind of mentioned I was like, as soon as Lisa's wedding's over, 
I will, um, I'll be coming to you with an engagement ring. Aww. And, um, yeah. I mean, it, 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 you know, I love your, I, I made sure he knew I loved his daughter. I wasn't, trying, I was no, there was no ill, ill intent. I wasn't trying to, you know, get the get any know, free milk. Get free, free, free milk. And, so, and I also uh, want to throw in, I want to throw yeah. in that, remember, like, when, when we were growing up, you know, there are no cell phones. And so you call a family, and when I mean, when I was younger, there was, like, one line for the whole family until, you know, you were actually the family that had two lines. So you called, hello, Mr. or Mrs. blah, blah, blah. May I speak with your, ch-? you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, there was an intimidation back then of, of parents. And and definitely your father is, uh, he is he six, seven? Yeah, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's tall. He he's he's intimidating. But anybody who has met my father, I mean, he's he's very lovable. But yeah, he's he's loud. He's intimidating. He even intimidates our dog from time to time. Our dog (laughs) growls at him. Our dog doesn't growl at anybody. But so so let's go back to the tape. So 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 Bruce has assured him, my I have good intentions. I'm not looking for free milk, even if it's chocolate milk. (laughs) <laughs> so you this, this point the next point is really important that i want people to understand when my father declared to bruce that i will not step foot in that apartment he kept that promise so what would happen after we moved in what would happen is my dad would invite me out to lunch and he would pull up downstairs and he would honk the horn And I would wait until he honked the horn about two or three times. And then I would walk down there and I would be like, oh, dad, thanks for waiting. I had to get dressed. (laughs) I was like, Bruce and I were just like, you know, having sex and I just had to get dressed. And he was like, oh, like I was just like torture for him. I rubbed it in. And then one time he like, I, he gave me something or it was a heavy box and he was like well I can help you carry it up and I was like oh boy and he carried it up the stairs and then he handed it to me without crossing the threshold that is I was like okay so the funny part (laughs) about it was right after we got married when he carried up our wedding gifts he crossed the threshold. It was a Aww. different apartment, but he crossed the threshold and he was like, oh, this is pretty nice. And it was official. And when, uh, you know, occasionally uh, my my dad has his uh, new girlfriend right. over at his house and we make jokes about, well, if you guys move in together, I'll have to honk the horn from outside. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that 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 truly happened. That's funny. Did you guys get any pushback when you and Adam moved in together? No, no. I mean, again, I'm not from a conservative, you know, Catholic background. And um, no, I did not. My mom and stepfather were living together before. They were engaged, I think, when we moved in as a family. But um, they were living together before the wedding. And and even my – yeah. And my grandparents would have even come – but when we were first living together, you had to go upstairs and my grandfather had emphysema. So there were not going to be any stairs that were climbed. But uh, no, we we got no pushback. And I mean, you know, as as Adam will say, you know, I, I definitely drove the, drove the bus. But um, and I don't want to take the, the tone of the, the the conversation down, but he had well, I have he, a funny one. I have a funny his father one. had passed away um, yeah. shortly. Well, was diagnosed with cancer shortly after we started dating. And I think that really changed his trajectory. I don't know that. And he, he will say that he, he doesn't know that he would have gotten married had that not happened. He, he was a sociologist and wasn't really sure that he believed in a, a monogamous relationship. And I'm not going to say that we did not have an open relationship, just um, <laughs> he wanted kids and, and felt like that was, you know, the, the, the traditional way was going to be the way to go. But I, you know, I don't know how it all would have played out. Um, but you know, we, we had a good run. We were, we were married for 15 years and we had some good ones and then we had some not good ones. So, so I'm going to, I'm going to take us back to where you talked about the phone line because yeah. this is a really important part of the conversation. So Bruce and I move in and let me just describe this apartment. Okay. It is a shit box. Oh my <laughs> okay. God. Going here. We are talking about, I think we paid $230 or $300. $300 a month. And I also have wow. to say, at this point in our lives, Bruce is not making a lot of money, and I am barely keeping my head above water with the store. I have also taken on a second job, and I'm starting to put an employee in the store 
because I've gone back to computer software. So I'm starting to get more of a recurring salary so that we can cover our rent. But our rent was like $235. We did not. Yeah. Three. We did not have central heat and air. We had a little air unit in Florida. Florida. It was terrible. Uh, Our floor was so wobbly that you could roll. A ball could continuously roll. I think I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. You could like roll that ball. And, and, you know, later on we add a dog and that just entertained our dog. But, uh, and then uh, we had a kerosene heater that we were scared to light because we thought it would just blow up the apartment. So we ended up with just like a little heater. We had a mattress, you know, typical on the floor. I mean, it was not, my mom didn't even want to decorate it, which is amazing. She never offered to decorate it. She was like, nope, which I know they just weren't like all in with us moving in together, but we had one landline, right? One landline and an answering machine. So I, yeah, I decide to record, you know, this is Bruce and Lynn's house. Later on, when we get engaged, and we're trying to work with the Catholic Church, our priest hears that message and declines <gasps> right. to marry us. Well, he, leaves a message, <laughs> he leaves a message on the phone line, on the on the answering machine, saying, hey, it sounds like you guys are living together, and I'm not going to marry anybody that's cohabitating together. So, uh, yeah, goodbye. Yeah, yeah. That's, he how, was, that's the way it ended. It was, we, you know, Lynn what? was crying. I remember was, this. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it was so super judgy. And what's really interesting is that he had married, we tried to use the same priest my sister used because he had married my sister and her husband and they had cohabitated together and he had agreed to marry them. And so it was weird that he had changed his mind. So just to let you know, it did not end well for that priest. And I'm not going to get into details, but it did not end well for that priest. Um, <laughs> I, he didn't do anything with children. I just want to put it out there. Yeah, that's good. He, good. Okay. he, he did, I think, um, ultimately decide that he enjoyed the company of men. So that, you know, so he may have left the priesthood or I don't, I'm not quite sure whatever ended up happening, but he did leave uh, Jacksonville and return back to, I guess, wherever he was from. And then even funnier, we are, we have our kids in elementary Catholic school. We meet a couple. We are having conversation about living together and where we got married and where we got married. And they had the same thing happen to them with the same priest. Wow. True story. Small world. They had lived together. They did the answering machine. Well, maybe it was sort of like, I don't want you to rub my face in it. Like, don't ask, don't tell. You know? I don't know. But you know, what's interesting about what what I will say, and you probably don't know this, Jamie, um, but what's interesting about the Catholic Church is they're not in denial, right? So when we go later to Engaged Encounter, which I do want to do an episode on, we fill out this sort of SAT test. And on the SAT test, there's a section there that says, do you currently live together? And Bruce looked over at me and he was like, hey, are we filling out this section? Are we lying? I was cheating on the test. <laughs> and, and I go, we're going we're gonna to be honest and we're going to fill out this section. And mm-hmm. so the Catholic Church knew people were living together. This was becoming very common, I think, yeah. in that time period. And so they had added a section to the test mm-hmm. and we took it. And um, at the Engaged Encounter, we met, we had a whole group of people that all lived together Let's and we see, all hung out. Yeah, all the 20 couples. I, I was all you there. cafeteria Catholics. Yeah, yeah. Twenty. There was probably at least ten that were. Uh, there was fifty percent that were moving, right. and I wonder what that up. percentage would be now. It's got to be. Oh, higher. it's got to be so like ninety percent. Right. It's, so it's right. apartments are too expensive. I mean, at some point, I think even like apartments are so out of control right now that I wouldn't be surprised if like two couples decided to like you guys take this side of the the apartment and we'll take that side of the apartment. Sure. And we'll just have a common area. So let me ask you, after you move in together officially, do you, do you remember the change in your relationship? Like any, any. Oh, oh it was, a, it was a sex party. It oh, was yeah, a sex it, party. It, I it mean, was it fun. was, it was fun and we were poor and it was fun. We were so poor, Jamie. 
How poor were you? Like we were so poor that I remember one time we were turning over couch cushions to get change so that we could get a blockbuster movie. And I think a blockbuster movie at the time was like $2 and 50 cents or $3. Wow. And we were like going through change to get a blockbuster movie. And then even worse is that we were in San Marcos. So we're close enough to downtown that you two came in town and we were so poor. We couldn't get tickets to you two. So we had to listen to you two through our window. And that's when he was kind of like, I never want to be this poor again. I'm like, I don't, want to be this poor again i i'm gonna go back to software i'm gonna close the store we we have got to earn money because we're gonna go to a u2 concert in the future have you been to a u2 concert not me he has not we when we went to new york and we took our boys uh the the prices were we weren't willing to pay it for madison square garden but i'm a little too poor for four of us but i've been to a lot of u2 concerts all for free because other boyfriends took me (laughs) so So you want to hear you want to hear my my latest movement story okay yeah of course so, so I actually just moved in with my boyfriend, um, officially in June of, um, of, so of 2023, which is, um, it's now August just to date it. So, oh. so this is, this is what, you know, again, back to the, I know what I want and I'm not afraid to ask for it. Uh, when we started dating, I was very clear. So we're in California and San Diego and I am a single mom running a business and, you know, three children. And when, when, um, Brian and I started dating, um, one in college and then two in college. Um, and, and so, you know, I knew that living on my own in California was just not, not what I wanted. So from a financial perspective, but I also recognize that I'm a relationship person. I mean, I, you know, and we talked about, about my Cinderella body in a, in a, an earlier episode, <laughs> I, I rocked it and I could have, I could have, you know, dated almost any night of the week and gotten free meals. That's not who I am. I, you know, that's just not who I am. And so I was really clear with him when we started dating, like, I, I want to be living with somebody. And if that's not where you see yourself, then, um, then this isn't going to work. And, and actually I should say I had a previous relationship, my, my other significant one that I mentioned number 12 in the 51st States. Um, you know, I would ask somebody towards the beginning of dating, you know, what are you looking for? Because I was again, looking for a long-term relationship and I should have defined what that was a little better. What I discovered from him was he never wanted to live with someone ever. He had done it. Nope. He, he, his parents didn't have a good relationship. He had tried living with someone with when his kids were younger, it didn't go well. And that was just not going to be for him. So I was like, okay, I, I, I would like to ultimately get married, but living together is like a must. If you, if that's not what you want, then, then we're not going to work out. So, uh, we, I was a secret actually to, to his daughter for quite a while. Um, and so he was very, very protective of her. So let me just say this. We had decided my lease was going to be up um, this summer um, and uh, of July of 2023. And I did not want to renew my lease. And he was month to month at this point because he had some issues with his, with his apartment. And we, the, his daughter didn't really start to even feel comfortable with me until um, like, maybe January of, or a little earlier of, or no, before Hanukkah. So, but it was, it was not, you know, but I kept thinking we would take a vacation together. I would spend the night at his house. She'd get to know me. That did not happen. Oh, (laughs) So, So I was spending time over there, but he wasn't comfortable with me spending the night. So when his daughter was there, I only spent the night twice. Once was to get to the airport because he lived closer to the airport and I was flying out. And once was finally Jamie's going to spend the night. But I was like, as I mentioned, I like to sleep naked, fully clothed, you know, (laughs) on top of the bed, door open, like nothing's going on here. And so it was really funny when we decided that we were going to start looking to either rent or buy a house, whichever came. And I don't know how the Florida market is, but in California, 
it's like the greatest race. Like, so to give you perspective, when I was buying a house with my ex-husband, when we moved to California, we had to put in eight offers until we got a house. So it was, it was like, it's like, here's my firstborn child. It was really, really hard to get a house. So this market was even, was even harder. And he had sent me to go look at an open house that he had looked at. And I brought my daughter in uh, on a Saturday after uh, just to like run by after I had done errands. And she walks in and she's like, we can have a house like this. And I'm like, well, we can have it if we're, if we're with Brian. It's not anything that I could ever have on my own. And we both love it. It's a perfect space for us. And I want to bring him back, you know, the next day, cause I've got my real estate license. Let me take him in. And, um, the, the agent said that, that the, the owner worked from home and we couldn't get in, but, and this is relevant by the way. Anyway, the next week he goes and looks at it with his daughter and they love it. And we actually put an offer in. So it was the only house we looked at and we got the, we got the house. So for me, that was definitely a a sign. That was a Um, sign. Yeah, absolutely a sign because like, as I, as I tell my kids all the time, nothing needs to be forced. And um, yeah, yeah. Like, like marriage. Right. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, you, you bring up some really good points because, you know, when Bruce and I moved in together, we didn't come in with any, well, other than my store, which was kind of like my child. Um, We didn't really come in with anything. I mean, we had nothing. I still have my Mazda 323. I have no debt. Uh, He, I found, I find out after moving in with him has quite a bit of debt. Hmm. So, as somebody so, had to take her out, Jamie. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Some of the debt that I attributed to, some of the debt that his ex girlfriend probably attributed to, that I have to pay off. Oof. So, um, so moving in together when you have children, mm-hmm. when you have exes, when you have a business. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is that is a lot of. And then when you're in California in a tight real estate market, I mean, all of those things coming together. Mm-hmm. all at once at the mm-hmm. same time. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, that's like act of God, right? Oh, I, I mean, hundred, hundred. Meant to be. Yeah. I mean, I, I have felt very much about, um, about our relationship and we'll talk about that in another episode, but in terms of moving in together, it, it's been very interesting. So prior to moving in together, we had never spent uh, more than 10 days together. Um, we had gone, uh, we had taken a trip to Hawaii a, a year into our relationship and we had spent like 10 days all total between leaving for the airport and getting back. Um, so we had never really spent a lot of time together. Our children had never been in the same house. They had, you know, been together a couple of times. We'd never taken a vacation together. So it's been, you know, it's been an adjustment for sure. And, you know, definitely want to do an episode on deciding to blend families, although we are not quote unquote a family, you know, define how, you know, how do we define families these days? But uh, I will say this, the first week was horrific. Um, <laughs> what happened? Terrific. Well, so, um, my business, uh, you know, as I've, as I've shared and I'm, I'm like, do I name it? Do I not name it? Cause it's, you know, this you is not a plug it. for my business, but so my business, Silver Linings Transitions, help, for the most part, we do senior and specialty moves. So when a senior is moving out of their home, they are typically going into a smaller, easy to maintain home, which could be a senior community. It could be to, to live near family. It could be one-story living, because in California, everything is two-story, it seems like. Um, and so we have to help them downsize, and or right-size is the new word, and get to that space. Well, when you're blending family... Mm-hmm you know, there's only one kitchen and there's two kitchens and there's only one garage and two garages. And so the kids' rooms, those are easy because the kids' rooms just become the kids' rooms. Although in my situation, um, we didn't have a, we don't have a guest room. We, you know, it's California. So I have my, my, my youngest daughter is, um, having to share her room. It's a bonus room. So it's huge, but so that's the, the, the guest room slash Addison's room. And that's, that's a whole other, you know, and she's 15. So throw that into the mix. But, um, you know, the downsizing process or, or the combining has been really stressful. And I've also learned that my boyfriend does not do change well. And so for him, <laughs> you know, uplifting, you know, uprooting his whole life and he holds on to everything. I thought I was sentimental, This, but he holds on to everything. So we still have a garage filled with boxes. And I am someone that if you 
put too much in my space, it overwhelms me. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so it's that's been the biggest adjustment. But I will say that um, what we ended up doing, which was not the plan, was he ended up taking the office upstairs, which was supposed to be my business office because I run my business from the house. And I actually shifted down into the living room, which who uses a living room anyway. So it's actually like it's great because. I have a bigger space and, and people sort of just don't even look at it. And I'm, and I changed the furniture to match, you know, the colors of my office. And, um, and, but that was once, once we worked out him not having to get rid of his stuff, um, it's been good. But I, I actually was telling somebody the other day that, you know, when you move into some with someone, it's, it's a big, like, you just don't know how it's going to go. No. And I have to say we were, we're both pleasers. So we both have always been the one in our relationship that wanted to take care of the other person. So living with a pleaser, um, is, has, it's just been wonderful. I mean, really like I, and he's gone, he's been, he's been, he's with in Hawaii with his daughter and um, I've had the house to myself. And, you know, when I was married, I would be like, woohoo, you know, I got the house to myself and I, I miss him, which is like, that tells me that. Well, I, I that's a good, that's a good sign. Of course, you're in the moving in honeymoon stage. I mean, you know, it's, it's all, it's all fresh and new. And, you know, when we, when we were living together uh, before we were married, even before we were engaged, we had a, a healthy rhythm of going to work, coming home. And then again, because we were poor, we were very selective about the food that we were purchasing at the grocery store because we were really down to a very tight budget. Wow. So, uh, you know, we knew what we were going to cook was going to be a lot of rice, a lot of pasta. And, you know, we were going to eat a portion of it, save a portion for the next day. We weren't eating out at all. So we were both get home and we'd both cook in the kitchen. We both clean in the kitchen because there's nothing else to do because we also don't have cable. We didn't Wait, have there's cable. nothing else to do. Did Didn't you cable? just say that you were. Oh, we did have cable. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. We had cable, but I, I, I imagine there wasn't probably a we, lot. Of were, we were doing other things. We were doing well, other things. I, said. I remember day glow lights and I can't wait oh. till we start getting into it. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. No, we, we get, we get really creative. But I will say, you know, in between doing things, we were equally doing chores. Now, after we get married and we return <laughs> home from our honeymoon, everything changes. And so, me, yeah. And so that's when I tell people who are moving in together that it doesn't always stay in the same rhythm for something, something happens and after you get married and and something about the permanence of you know you've gotten married that when you're moving in together I think we were somewhat on our good behavior now I'll also say that there was a moment when we were fighting remember we were fighting and we we were we were we were having a big blowout I don't know what you're talking about you know what I'm talking about we were having a big blowout and along comes my maid of honor. She ends up being my maid of honor. But along comes Beth, who comes over to our apartment when Bruce is not there. And she says to me, well, if you and Bruce are having a fight, the best thing that you can do is come with me to Hilton Head. <laughs> <laughs> and she's got my suitcase out. I don't know if Bruce is at work. I don't know where Bruce is, but she's got my suitcase out. And, and she's like, here, just, just, you know, come with me to Hilton Head. It's, you know, and when you get back, you and Bruce can work it out. And I knew at that moment, I was like, if I go to Hilton Head, when I come back, my shit's going to be in boxes. I like, would have been a, uh, she'd been moved out. Yeah. I mean, he would have, wow. like if I would have been gone for three straight days and, and again, we're talking about no cell phones. So if I would have been gone for three straight days and I wouldn't have called to the house, even if I would have called to the house, would you have even like picked up the phone? I don't know if he would have picked up the phone. Like even if I well, didn't I'd have apologize. caller ID, so I would have picked up the phone. Well, yeah, you would have picked up the phone. All right, what you if, guys, what all right, we need to bring have, it back uh, in. Apologized in, we need to bring it back in. What if I would have apologized on the answering machine? Would you have, you would have you just have apologized me? on the answering machine? It probably would have been deleted. <laughs> That's how bad the fight was. So I've I, seen some of your fights. I've, I've refereed yeah. some of your fights. Yeah. So I decided not to go 
and he came home that night. And I think it was thanks to Beth pushing me to that point that when he came home, I think I was more willing to listen. And, and I was like, we've got to work this out. I also really, I don't know why Jamie, but I felt this way when we moved in together, I felt like it was a move in, get married, or it was a move in and break up. And I did not want sure. our story to be a move in and break up. I had known other people who had made the decision to move in together and then broke up. And I just found that so sad, almost like a little divorce because we were scrambling our finances together. Um, I, again, I helped pay off his discover card. So I'm in it for the long haul. If we would have broken up and I would have paid for your discover card, I would have been very upset. Yeah, but I paid for your living expenses. But so let's, let's take it back because otherwise we're going to (laughs) wander and meander and that's not what we want. We want to, um, you know, help people who are listening. If you are on, you know, deciding whether you want to live, you know, move in with someone, you know, how do you make that decision? Yeah. There's so many factors. Um, For us, it was, it was the time timing timing was perfect. Um, I was tired of my roommate. I was, you know what? I, I knew who I was going to be with. I was ready. I was, I was in my mind, I was ready. So that it was, it was smooth as glass to make that decision. It just seemed like the right move. And you know, everything we talked the day we first met, we talked about cohabitating and that we were never going to do it. And then, you know, six months later, we're living together. So, yeah. And you took one, you know, you faced off, with my father. And so to me, that was, I mean, that's dedication right there. But what I would say to people is that it, it's timing. You've got to listen to your heart. You, you know, and sometimes it's a little bit of practicality, right? It's a little bit of practicality of where you are. And and as far as being parents of of kids that move in together, I think that, you know, obviously Bruce and I are not going to be complete hypocrites. If our son and his girlfriend decide to move in together i will help them decorate i might buy things for them their uh-huh. apartment i will cross the threshold i, I will be downstairs i will go in the house i will go wow in the house. <laughs> yeah that's guys. amazing so involved. yeah so involved. No, I, my, my parents weren't like like russell at all my parents were like they came up and had dinner with us one time and brought wine for you know what time it was yeah, was, your parents were, were no well, you're also they weren't catholic so no, they're not, they're yeah catholic. So for me, I would say that, you know, exactly what you said, you know, there is a timing factor, there is a practicality factor, and then, um, you know, things just fall into place. If they're supposed to, if, if you are like going against the current and everything is like slapping you down, you know, listen, listen. And right. I mean, I think that ultimately the, the tone of, of the message that we're saying when you're making a decision is, you know, check in with your body and check in with what's going on and your, your gut knows. And if you're, you know, if you're feeling sick to your stomach, that's your gut saying, Hey, this is not a good decision. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Listen to your inner voice and then, you know, look at your partner too. And, you know, really listen there, there could be some bad warning signs there. You might want to listen to those. And there could be some positive things that like, for example, you know, him saying to my dad, you know, Hey, I'm, we're going to get engaged within the year. So I knew there was a next step. Uh Um, If you're not comfortable with the next step. Now we have friends of ours, uh, Alexa and Bill, that Alexa wasn't totally a hundred percent sure she was going to marry Bill when they moved in together. Wow. And they were just down the street, by the way, we were all on the same street. Okay. Oh, okay. you want to hear something even funnier? No. Our apartment was, our apartment was so bad that when it rained, the whole street flooded and we had to move our cars or they would have gotten flooded. So oh, yeah. we would San wake Marco. up in the middle of the San night. Marco. And when the rain was coming, I would go downstairs and have to move we'd have both have to move our so car. Let me bring you back to the conversation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, the other thing I would say is if you're, if what are the things that people need to consider if they're trying to make the decision about moving in together? Like I would say you need to have a conversation about, you know, roles and, and you know, who's going to do what. And like my boyfriend and I talked about it, he loves to cook and I hate it. I love to sweep. I like to dust because I like to see the progress of something that I've done. He hates it. So, you know, but I'm very much the guy should take out the trash, which I know is, you know, very gender traditional and, you know, but having those conversations about, you know, we talked about 
the nights that he wants to spend alone time with his daughter and, you know, how that was all going to play out. And then how often I'm going to entertain because if it was up to me, I'd have people over every night and that's too much for him. And I, I learned the first time from my ex-husband, I, you know, you can't do that. You actually have to take into account what someone else needs, you know, whether they're an introvert or an extrovert. So, but having those conversations is in addition to having it like play out is important. What about financing? Have you guys combined your finance? No, finances or- we, we have not. We we discussed who was going to pay what um, in terms of the bills and how it was going to be paid. Um, and he just right now we don't have any joint accounts and he's just sending me money and we're just kind of keeping a, 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 a list. And, you know, I don't know how that's all going to play out ultimately. I mean, it can continue this way. Uh, It's a little bit different when I think, because with my ex-husband, you know, we, we did just joint accounts and we didn't even have separate accounts. And, um, and my cousin, that's what you did. My cousin gave good advice. I, I liked this one. We didn't end up having to do it in my, in my marriage, but in, in hindsight, I would have done it is that you each have your own account for mad money so that if there's something that you want, that's, that's in your realm of whatever you're able to do. And I, I like that idea um, because, you know, one of the biggest fights that come up when it is mar- in, in a marriage or in a relationship is money. Um, so, yeah, I just think having those conversations in advance, just like you did with the marriage encounter, really, you know, what, what is going to come up for us? And I think the advantage to moving in together a, a second time around is I've already done it. So I already know where my mistakes were. And, um, and you know. So there. Well, I, you know, I think we've said everything we need to say that I like the way you ended that and just wrapping up, I would, I would say I have no regrets because, you know, on that mattress was some good times. And then Uh, even, even I enjoyed torturing my father just a little bit to play around with that. And then, uh, you know, it, it all ended well for us. I hope it ends well for everyone out there. Love to hear um, someone's stories. I wish I could find my diary during that time. I probably wrote something about us moving in together, but I maybe have since lost that book. So, uh, so if anyone is thinking about moving in together and you want to post to our, uh, hopefully our website up soon uh, about those decisions. We're happy to hear it. We're happy to have you come on. Or if you want to give us permission, we're happy to read some of those journals. So please share and join us. And that's decision diary. When do they join us, Jamie? When do they join us? Oh, did we say Sunday? We said we were going to drop Sunday nights. Sunday nights. On Monday morning on your way into work, you, you have something to look forward to. And we are definitely something to look forward to, right, Jamie? Oh, ask your, ask Bruce. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Ride to work with your besties. With <laughs> baby.